1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains, of uh, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant show. And uh, well, hey, listen, folks, uh, there's no need to uh, pull any punches or try to paint the picture any differently. Uh, according to one camp, the president is behind. According to our camp, the president is in fact uh, making a commanding stand to defend his presidency and regain it. And so one of the things that Seem to be lacking. I don't believe it is because I, I, I talk to them all the time across the country especially in these last few weeks and and months uh, that I've been traveling across the country, which, of course, you know, everything's beginning to um, become centralized through media and focusing on media, that type of thing now. The surrogates are doing the media thing. The president is out there, you know, on the trail, but the surrogates, like myself, were doing the media thing. And this week, I believe that uh, the best way, one of my ideas— uh, is, to, is to bring on uh, whatever platforms you have. I would love to see the faces of women. I would love to hear the voices of women on your radio shows. I would like to see their names in print of women. These last seven days, eight, eight to seven days, uh, that we have left before uh, the majority of us who are going to vote. And, hey, folks, uh, let's face it, it's going to be a historic, historic vote this year. There, there will not, I, I, there won't be, I don't think, another in our lifetime that's going to match this one uh, because this does determine the direction, truly, and the existence of the greatest republic that has ever been the greatest nation that has ever been. Uh, will it wind up on the scrap heap of history? And someone once said, I, I, I can't remember the quote. Uh, of the, the um, it may have been anonymous. I'm not really sure. But someone once said, "The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world." I know that's true. I know that's true. For my, you know. You could you could actually prove it in in, with logic for the first 12 years, usually of, of most people's lives, for the first at least the first 12 years of most people's lives. God saw fit to put that individual, that person under the authority. Of a mother. Yeah, uh, if blessed enough to have dad around, there should be uh, a testosterone type of influence there for balance. But for the first 12 years of all of our lives, most of us, 99% of us, we are surrounded by the influence of estrogen, women, every man, every boy. Every girl, every woman can tell that story. And so I believe that the hand that rocks the cradle does indeed rule the world. I, I know that I would be uh, an absolute heathen if I'd been raised by my father. <laughs> In fact, he would be an absolute heathen if it were not for my mom and his mother. And men... Let's just face it, all we would do is fight over whatever if there were not the balance that I believe God has, has given us to, uh, all of us, to help make us, help, help us to make it through. That's why uh, God told to be your helpmate, because they're, 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 a, they're a balance to you. And so I want to hear all this week, all this week, I want to hear from those hands I want to hear from those women. And all this week, uh, the president is going to be faced with uh, the rallies that he's going to be doing up to two, three a day. The man is phenomenal. And the first up uh, today, we're going to hear from uh, Arizona committee woman, um, Lori Klein. Yeah, Lori Klein's going to be coming uh, on with me. Arizona, if we can just take Arizona, if we can take Arizona, of course, first things first, we need to hear the news early. Pennsylvania has gone to Trump. Then we need to hear the news early that Ohio has gone to Trump. And then we need to hear the news early that Florida has gone to Trump. And Lori, icing on the cake, and definitely, of course, we'll be hearing this later on in the evening uh, from Arizona on on election night, but it would be just icing on the cake if uh, Arizona stays with Trump, comes with Trump. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. That's me referring to mom, mothers, after the 12 o'clock hour here centrally after the one o'clock hour, Eastern, Eastern uh, going to have uh, one of those moms on with us, who indeed is a activist, shake remover. She and her husband, uh, Lee Lamson, June lampson I'm talking about, will be on with me. But both of them have been uh, actively moving uh, the political spectrum there in their area for years and the, uh, the the statements that are being made to her from people who have voted dem voted democrat is that even they may be leaning toward the red I'm gonna let june lamson tell you about that after the top of the hour and then at the very bottom of the hour of the next hour the very bottom of the next hour uh Lorene's Spratt will be on with me, and uh, we're going to be talking about evangelicals for Trump, especially in the, the denomination that I came from, within the Southern Baptist uh, denomination, and how the political spectrum is Beginning to, or even the church, not the political spectrum, but the church in the political spectrum is beginning to bow, kowtow, and bend down to some of the secular things that are going on. She's a modern warrior in that fight. Want to talk to her at the bottom of the next hour. And if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure download free the C.L. Bryant Show. And uh, listen to us wherever you go throughout the Fruited Plains and around the globe. Coming to you over Red State Talk, the talk monster. And uh, it is the largest platform for talk radio in uh, the country and the most listened to throughout uh, the country. Red State, uh, if you're traveling through Times Square, and I pray God, we will be traveling through all of our cities here real soon again without fear. Only be very courageous. Be brave and very courageous. Americans, that is the way we have always faced things. But if you're walking through Times Square, look up above the iconic building. Of Ripley's Believe It Or Not, and there you will see the Talk Monster Billboard, the Red State Talk Billboard. And every hour or 24 hours a day, the C. L. Bryant show pops up there on that billboard. No CL's face is looking right back at you in Times Square. And you may not have heard, but uh if you like watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade, <laughs> forget about it. Cancelled. And even though my face will be popping up there on the billboard a half a block from Times Square, big ball drop this year. Cancelled. Hey, kids, Santa will not be coming down the streets of Fifth Avenue this year. Cancelled. Why? Because we're afraid of something that uh, and, and I'm going to just say this because I know you're going to call me a knuckle dragging Neanderthal when I say this, but I'm going to give you the facts about this. This is the facts. I told you about this last week, uh, you know, and all of you know that, you know, I travel a lot. I'm, I'm glad that my schedule is for now anyway is uh, beginning to, to slow a little bit, slow a little bit. Uh, we're going to do media blitz, media blitz, media blitz, print, media, print, media. So we're going to be doing most of America get their news from media these days, from the uh, social media these days. So we're blitzing that. You'll be seeing me everywhere on social media. But this is what we're going to have to do. To shake it up. So come along with us. Daily, Um, I don't uh, so many things are being canceled. It's just a hysteria out there. But I'm going to say this. You have a better chance. I'm going to say it because it's true. Check it out for yourself. You have a better chance. Of going out, getting in your vehicle right now. Pulling out onto your neighborhood city streets, driving anywhere in your city, on the freeway, the, you know, the avenues, whatever, you have a better chance of getting killed and dying or getting into an accident and dying from that accident, that car accident. Than you have of contracting coronavirus and dying from it. Yet, nobody is afraid to get in their cars, are they? Well, there might be a few exceptions because there is a hysteria going on here. I mean, just absolutely hysterical. People are hysterical. That they're going to get coronavirus. But they are not hysterical about getting in an automobile that gives them a greater chance of being killed than the coronavirus. What am I imploring you to do, my, my fellow Americans? Please get a grip. Please come to your senses. The president is right. We cannot be held hostage to this. We must overcome it with courage and strength And fear, we must go back to living our lives and let what the creator has put into us naturally. And I'm talking about in our scientific mind and into our physical resistance in our bodies. Let's go back to living our lives. And naturally throwing off this type thing and becoming stronger for it. Because, friends, if you're not afraid of driving down your street and getting killed in a car accident, you are out of your mind if you are afraid of living your life because there happens to be a coronavirus out there. Because the car and driving down your street is much more dangerous to you And if you live in Chicago, walking down your street is much more dangerous to you. But yet you have people walking down the street with masks on. When bullets are much more deadly, automobile crashes are much more deadly. And we're much less hysterical. About either one of those. Oh, Antifa! It's much more destructive than Corona could ever be to the human quality of life if we let them have their way because they would burn down all of the shops that were making money built by business people and entrepreneurs. In cities where they know what it is to build that. Get a grip, please. All women this week, all women, the hand that rocks the cradle, my friends, in my estimation, does rule the world. So coming up at the bottom of this hour, if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, download free, download free, the C.L. Bryant Show app Onto your iPhone or a personal device, and that app is driven by Merse Tech. Yeah, Tech, uh drives that app for me, and have been driving it for nearly five, four or five years now. Uh, we've had that C.L. Bryant Show app, and uh, I didn't know anything about apps or anything like that. We uh, uh, have a good friend though, uh, Mario Chavez, um, Parish Commissioner here in Shreveport, who put that thing together for us. And it is just beautiful, real slick, download-free, the C.L. Bryant Show app. And um, thank you so much for coming along with us. At the bottom of the hour, Arizona National Committee woman, Lori Klein. Lori Klein will be on with me. And um, there are many women out uh, that are supporting the president. Now, the rub against the president... And I, I want to deal with this. I mean, let's let's just deal with it, because it, you know it's it's not anything that that you know hasn't been talked about, not out there. Okay. The president, no, though, not one who uh, actually played sports. He's very jockish, and I know because uh, for a long time that was a jock, you know but um, I gave it up for more refined way of life but i i grew up my dad was a jock I grew up being a jock, you know and uh an athlete and uh trump he has that type of mentality he has a he has an athletic mentality he's a he's jockish in his mind he's athletic in his mind, and there's a certain bravado. That goes along with that, especially in the locker room and on the field or, you know, and you're just driving down the car with your buddies. Men know what I'm talking about. And you when most a lot of you women know exactly what I'm talking about, too, because you do the same thing. But there there's something about it being, you know, put on display the way the president does it in his character and his personality. That a lot of women don't like to sign on to publicly, but they like it privately. They like a job. Women like men, okay? Period. I'm gonna talk about this right now. Men, you better hear me because that's what's wrong with our whole society, is that women uh, have been confused. and we're the ones confusing them with all this uh, unisex this and, and, and all that kind of thing. And all oh, I know, I, hey, listen, grow up. We've been confusing them as to w- 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 masculinity. And we've been confusing them because men, quite frankly, we have not uh, been the most attentive people in the world. That's, that's their number one complaint. And I did a lot of pastoral counseling. Trump seems to embody just in the persona, even though he's not that way. And I'm going to talk about this when we return. What women need to know about DJT. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere.
2: and
1: C.L. back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us as we build a bridge. Boy, oh boy, uh, maybe we can dub that out. I don't know. <laughs> um, as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant show. I want to thank all of you. For coming along with us. And uh, it is um, absolutely going to be my, um, it's going to be a pleasure talking to all the women that I will talk to this week. And and we're going to start this, kick this off big time with big time uh, here with Lori Klein uh, National Committee. Woman There in Arizona need that woman vote to turn out for DJT. And yes, I'm unashamedly, unabashedly, indiscriminately courting the woman's vote on behalf of this president, who is, in fact, uh, one of the greatest champions uh, that um, women could have. Trump is a great champion of women and it's sad to see how someone who is such a great champion of women has been painted now. Now I understand the rub against him. I mean, he rubs men the wrong way and he knows it, but he also knows that he's only being himself. And and, and listen, friends, uh, I wish that everybody could be as comfortable with themselves, and be which which drives the honesty that many times is missing in in, in um, any type of relationship. It's because you're not you're just not comfortable with who you are. He's comfortable who he is. I guess I I suppose that I'm comfortable with who I am because I'm just going to I know this Hannity's comfortable with who he is rush and uh, keep keep uh, rush lifted up in prayer. But the one thing that made him the mic, the mega mic uh, microphone that he was and that he is and that I am and that Hannity is and that the president certainly is probably above anything we've ever seen. As far as a media mogul was concerned, that's Donald John Trump. And I'm going to be so glad to, to hook up with uh, Trump media once he's out of the presidency. You know, maybe even before then, if we get this thing uh, kicked off. But the rub against him has been the fact that he is bare knuckles. Let's just put it on the table and, 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 and let's understand what it is about him that most women, if they're against him, if they don't like him, what they don't like about his character. It's nothing that they dislike. It's what we are being fed. Sure, there have been some things that uh, the president has said that has been betrayed to you and I from people who are close to him this whole thing about grabbing women, and that came from some locker room talk. And, and, and I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, a, a, a billionaire playboy is going to talk like that in a locker room. And he's not going to expect anyone to betray his speech. Just like you girls driving down the street in the car you don't expect anyone to betray your speech but everywhere every time this man has turned around uh, there have been people uh, wanting to try and bring him down over th- something that all of us do but now you you living in the fishbowl you living in you're living in the fishbowl and so the women who rock whose hands rock the cradle. I believe if they knew the Donald Trump that the women in our campaign knows. Even his ex wives know. The, woman, the man that Melania knows. If women knew that Donald Trump, I believe there would be an absolute, absolute overwhelming response to who this man really is. And you're letting the progressive liberal media Paint a picture in your mind of somebody who does not exist. Donald Trump is a champion of women. And he will be and continue to be a champion of women. If you, that hand that rocks the cradle, that hand that truly rules the world, Give him your vote. Coming on with me now is Lori Klein, National Arizona Committee woman uh, for the great state of Arizona. Lori, we need Arizona. Thank you so much for coming back on with us. How have you been? Thank you so much.
3: I'm very well. Thank you so much. And Arizona is, you wouldn't believe it yesterday. We had caravans of cars going around our loop 101 and i-17 thousands of cars with trump signs women for trump so the media is lying women who are thoughtful educated have families they want protection they want jobs they basically are not they're just not out there Demonstrating in the streets with funny hats and pretending like they want to kill babies. Um, you know, I mean, the the women that love this country, that love our president, they love our Christian values and they love this country and their children. And don't be fooled. The media wants people to think women don't appreciate or like Donald Trump and his policies.
1: And you know what, uh, Lori Klein is my special guest. Uh, committee woman, national committee woman, Arizona. You know, Lori, you're absolutely right. Either the media is lying, or my eyes, my lying eyes, are lying because I'm seeing. All of us are seeing the rallies. I'm on one of the president's right? national boards. I see the women that are at these rallies. So either the media is lying, or our our lying eyes are lying to us, Laurie. What is the end game? What, can he? Can well, they the actually stifle?
3: Wants it? you to believe. They're lying, you know, they're lying um, eyes, basically. They want people to believe that nobody likes Trump, that he's horrible, and that Biden, who can't even come out of his basement or articulate, uh, can lead this country. And we know that he can't. Leave this country he has been a mediocre politician his whole 47 years he's plagiarized his way everywhere he's gone and it's on record let alone the shakedown and talk about corruption they tried to blame trump for the corruption that they were doing all along and they want to get rid of trump because things are about ready to explode because the truth is coming out Yes. And they don't want anyone to know. And they're using women. They're using young people. They're lying to people and falsifying the reality. And unless people wake up and see what's really going on, they buy it. But more and more people aren't lies
1: anymore laurie let me ask you this let me ask you this because I, I mean of course folks all of you know uh, most of you know i am a black conservative so Lori, when i said that i gave that caveat uh in order to right. give you cover for this for this next question uh kamala harris is uh the worst nightmare in my estimation that could possibly happen to this country uh, talk about division do you see an actual split, a civil war, if Joe Biden, for on un, some ungodly reason, became president of the United States with Kamala Harris breathing down his neck to push him off? W- w- how do you see that shaking out? My, paint that scenario. We must look at both sides.
3: Well, we have to realize what's going on behind here. This is a this is a civil war between. A communist ideology that wants to suppress freedom of speech and freedom of assembly. And they're using everything at their disposal to do it, including racism, the COVID virus. And frankly, Kamala Harris is a lightweight politician who basically had no redeeming values, but was propped up by the men in her life that she...
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows.
3: (laughs) And also her career as an attorney general was laughable. She put more black men in jail for minor drug offenses than any other AG in the country.
1: Say it again. So
3: let that sink in.
1: Say it again. Lori Klein is my special guest uh, committee uh, woman, national committee woman from the great state of Arizona. We need it. Lori, please say, this is an absolute fact, folks. When Kamala Harris was AG in California, and a lot of black and Hispanic guys out there have not forgotten it either. She did put more in in jail than than anybody else had ever For
3: minor drug offenses smoking pot and this is after she goes on the radio and admits she smokes pot but she put thousands of young black men in jail for minor offenses that never should have gone to jail and trump is the first one who came out with criminal justice reform to get some of these people out of jail that never should have been put in jail for 40 year sentences which is disgusting
1: Absolutely disgusting. Lori, while we have you, we must talk about Arizona. What does it look like for the president there? It has been a place of concern, but with people like you, we're not as concerned as we could be. Talk to us about it.
3: Well, Arizona is that people are coming out in droves in support of the president. But you know, we're a working class people here in Arizona. We all go to work. We don't have time to go down and burn buildings, nor would we. That's not how we we comport ourselves. But unfortunately, the left, which has taken over the Democrat Party, are the ones that are trying to create an atmosphere of fear here, where people are afraid to put up signs. Do you know we have? We have. Arizona is spread out, so you part of your campaign at least a quarter of it is signage they're taking down all the trump signs so you know what people are doing they're getting in their cars with flags and trump signs and they're driving down the highways they're standing in overheads this is the american people that are going to get out and vote wow. so the media doesn't there there was crickets on the media last night when i was driving up from tucson there was a caravan of trump signs going all the way down i-17 corridor There were probably several thousand cars. I mean, I'm beeping on the other side of this, you know, putting my thumb up because I was on the other side of the freeway. They were coming south. I'm going north. But that that's the demonstration because people are standing up. Yeah. But unfortunately, you have a lot of criminal activity going on where, you know, it's a felony to get these take these signs down. But unless you get people on camera and you start arresting a few of them, they, they feel emboldened. To, they feel emboldened to threaten people. And, you know, that's not the uh, us. That's not uh, what American people do. But we're not going to be threatened, but we're going to the polls. There's an overwhelming amount of people voting early. They're going to be voting on Election Day. And we have more registered Republicans, and we have independents who also are not buying the lies of the Biden camp.
1: I'm so happy to hear you say that. Let me ask you this. Lori Klein is my special guest. Lori, tell everybody how to get in a hold of you, bring you to a place where they are if they were inclined to, before I ask you the final question.
3: Um, how they can get a hold of me?
1: Yeah, how to get a hold of you. Sure,
3: my phone number is—it's pretty pop common knowledge: six zero two three one five one seven three seven. And all of us are available to speak. We've been doing a lot of meetings, Zoom calls. I was just down at the NRA annual meeting in Tucson with my husband, who's a past president, uh, yesterday and the day before. And um, you know, Arizona, by the way, is the has is the most gun friendly state in the country yes, we have the best uh, or less gun laws i mean you can open carry here yeah. without a without a permit although it's good to have a permit it's best you want to go to other states <laughs> if you, you, wanna, you know and also it's a good course i think everybody should be you know know how to know all the safety and know their you know their their um, pistol of choice or whatever they, you know, we have a lot of hunters here. We have a tremendous amount of individual freedom here. People stand up for their rights.
1: He's a perfect president for for Arizona. Perfect president for Arizona. Let me ask you this. Got about three minutes left in uh, in, in the interview with you. But do you think that the when the president wins reelection, do you think that the immigration issue comes back? And how important is that still to Arizona? Talk to us quickly about
3: that. Arizonans, by and large, want uh, legal immigration. We've passed laws in this state for people to come here legally, um, and that's all we—that's all we ask for. Is you know, Arizona is a huge drug corridor right now. We have fentanyl coming here from China. Being manufactured in Mexico, killing our young people because they put it in everything, including Xanax, which a lot of our college kids take, thinking that it's an anti-anxiety drug during their their exams and end up dead in their sleep because these drugs are coming through. One of my sons has two friends.
1: Wow. Wow
3: you know because they don't know this is a street drug they get it from one of their friends yeah yeah and they put it in everything yeah i was in co- i went to college order, uh, <laughs> that's coming through nogales yeah is where these drugs are coming all over america addicting people fentanyl is is they cut it with heroin it's an opioid wow and it's from china
1: wow wow well folks uh, that is another reason why we must allow this president four more years. He is looking out for our national security, and this drug uh, importation or infestation to this nation is uh, a national security threat. Lori, I want to thank you. That's right. You.
3: We have to control our borders. And Obama, Obama, it's not really, a Biden-Obama-Harris administration is going to totally open the borders. And what is that going to bring in? crime, all kinds of things that are, will destroy this country. And they're already trying to do it.
1: Lori Klein, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. I certainly uh, trust that uh, you continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Uh, Lori, take 30 seconds, if you would. Tell us about um, Legacy. When it's all said and done, what would you want us to say about you? Lori Klein.
3: Well, I've always gone by the motto, the motto is, you know, are you going to be the hero of your own life? And it takes all of us to step up, to stand up for what we believe and stand, even when it's uncomfortable, against the forces and principalities that want to destroy this country from within. So that, that I was a fighter and a warrior for God and my country and my sons.
1: Awesome absolutely awesome thank you thank you
3: (laughs) and thank you for being the warrior and the, the mouthpiece because you know this country is turning back to god now oh yeah more and more people are coming to god on their knees and asking for forgiveness for our country and ourselves so that we don't get destroyed
1: Lori, we'll speak to you next time and god bless you and continue to fight the fight We'll talk to you Thank soon. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. We'll be back in just a little bit on the other side of the break. We're going to talk to another warrior out there from the great state of Florida on the other side of the country from Arizona where Laurie Klein is fighting the fight and, of course, she's doing it nationally. June Lampson, when I return.
0: You thought I was worth saving so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for.
2: So you sacrificed Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio.
1: God bless America. I do the best I
0: can. Always in the heaven. And for the flag I stand.
1: CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you for coming along with us. Daily, as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation over the largest platform, the talk monster, Red State Talk. And, uh, hey, if you're traveling through Times Square, look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not. Hey, you know what? As Times Square begins to, well, it's going to have to be a presidential election to make it safe again. Uh, the message has to be sent to make it safe again. And I think uh, when we see the number of votes that's going to be cast for this president in the state of New York, which will probably be greater than it was last time, then um, I think a message is going to be sent. But if you're traveling through Times Square and look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe or Not, and uh, the Red State Talk billboard is um, was there... Uh, about a half block uh, from where they dropped the big ball. And the C.L. Bryant show pops up there on that billboard 24 hours a day. And the old C.L.'s face looking right back at you there in Times Square. Uh, This week, um, the C.L. Bryant show is doing its bit. As all of you know, I'm a part of uh, the campaign, the Trump campaign. And um, I do believe that... um, what we really would like is um one of those things that is indeed um you know how should i say not generic But something that everybody can relate to. I I may have gotten totally off um, off thought with that. I I want this week. I want this whole week as being a part of the, the campaign to be a message. Yes, that is unifying. But yet. Based on core value truths because that is the way I think to truly understand who it is we're voting for as leader and and, and friends let's look at it this way because this is what the women this is what women this week are going to be talking about and that is who's going to lead now it is incumbent on me to say this and uh, and 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 believe me i know that the time will come and, and if you got if you have any sense if you if you have any reasoning you should understand that there's going to come a time, men, hear me, women, please hear me, when women are going to be, a woman is going to be commander in chief of this nation. I don't care what you think about it. I don't care if you like it or don't like it. I don't care if you're for it or again, it. it doesn't matter. It's going to happen. It's going to happen as surely as someone said this back in 1965 that a black person is going to be president of the United States. Oh, there were some who fought, some of them who were against it, some of them who never would have believed it. But it happened. Now, I'm saying this and, and I'm telling you that a woman's going to be president of the United States. It's not going to take another 30 years either. And unfortunately, you, you may run the gambit if women don't speak their minds to give other women cover and cre- to come out and not be, not be ashamed or afraid to speak up so that other women can come out and say, this is why I'm voting for this man. Because, unfortunately, if Joe Biden, for some ungodly reason, becomes president of the United States, you will have the absolute wrong woman. Wrong woman Uh, in line to be president of the United States. And you would have actually signed Joe's um, admittal certificate to the old folks home. As they used to call. (laughs) Listen so that he would not talk so that he's not going to say a word. If Kamala becomes president, Joe not only goes away from the Oval Office, Joe goes to a place where he's not heard from so that he can't talk about what actually happened. Joe, what happened? <laughs> where, well, where is Joe? Where- Why do they listen? Oh, oh! Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. um, (laughs) Listen, grow up, all right? Why is it you think Jill Biden's always uh, Jill is his keeper? Don't you understand? You see, Jill's the keeper. And and if, 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 if we're about to have the absolute wrong woman. A heartbeat, if not at a decision of the 25th Amendment that says and Nancy Pelosi has been a champion of this and don't you think for one minute that Pelosi and Schumer hadn't thought this out very, very well because they don't want Joe Biden to be president of the United States. No, they have sold their souls to Bernie and Ocasio. I'm not really sure that Joe has, but he always wanted to be nominated as the party's standard bearer. And the way it could go down for Joe is that he could have his moment and his spotlight in the sun history as being the final nom- the final Democrat presidential nominee who represented old school democracy or Democrat Party politics. He is the last link to Ted kennedy and Tip O'Neill. He is the last link. Because once Joe is gone, and he will soon fade away off the political scene soon, and uh, Pelosi looks like she wants to stay San Francisco strong, you know she she's used to playing both both sides. Schumer, New York from New York, you know both sides of the coast. They're used to playing both sides. They can be just as liberal and radical as they you want to be. Nancy Pelosi can do it. Remember, she's the daughter of the former mayor of Baltimore. I think it was Baltimore. Yeah, Nancy knows how to play this game. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to uh, check in with Lorene Spratt, who is fighting the good fight there. And uh, on the evangelical front, we're going to let her tell her what is latest and what is new in her sights. And before we bring uh, Lorene on, we're going to have on June Lampson from uh, uh, Florida. And um, there was something that was going on over the weekend As far as voting and voter registration is concerned, that uh, would be very interesting for you to know, especially when you are looking at polls. And I just can't, I just, I just can't believe it that are saying that Donald John Trump is running second to Joe Biden in the villages. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, and I'm pretty sure I'm not. I saw a record crowd in the villages that were just foaming at the mouth the other day when the president was there. Or or, are my lying eyes deceiving me again? Because either my eyes are lying or the polls are. Like Laurie was saying. Like Lori was saying. So <laughs> you make the call, you tell me. But I tell you what, women will be speaking up and speaking out this week on the CL Bryant show. Because every woman that I have had on here for the last four years since the president has been elected, and I can count Michelle into that mix, my executive producer. They have been adamant Trump supporters. And each one of them. Each one of them that I have had on, they've been of every stripe, are red, white, and true blue Americans. Are you hearing me? Red, white, and true blue American women whose hands rock the cradle, have rocked the cradle. Some of them have hands that are rocking the grandkids' cradle, great-grandkids' cradle. But I am telling you that the hand that rocks the cradle, great, uh, truer words have never been spoken, do indeed rule the world. The hands that rock the cradle do indeed rule the world. I'll close this hour as I opened it. The reason God gave all of us that mother is so that whatever he put in her could be for at least 12 years put in us. And we want to hear from those women. Especially these American women. All this week, right here, on the C.L. Bryant Show. I'll be back on the other side of of the break with june lamson don't go anywhere coast to coast border to border around the globe over the talk monster red state talk radio the cl Bryan show is live and will return to the air after top of the news top of the news break <music>
0: through
1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the Greatest Nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and we're coming to you live and in color over The Talk Monster, Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation and the most listened to. If you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above the iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not, about a half block away from where they dropped the big ball, and you will see the Red State Talk billboard is there. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there On that billboard and OCL's face looking right back at you there in Times Square. Let's get Times Square shaking and moving again. And let's be certain that we are getting an accurate picture of what's going on in America. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring on my next guest, someone who I have met and have the pleasure of knowing her and her family and uh, getting to know them. Over the weekend, she was, in fact, keeping a close bird's-eye view on what's going on with vo- voting. June Lamson and her husband, Lee Lamson, are the founders and, of course, the presidents and movers and shakers of this Port St. Lucie Tea Party, of which I have been associated with. And, folks, let me tell you, when we talk about great American organizations and things and organizations that make a difference we're talking about grassroots people help me welcome to the show for the first time june lanson thank you so much for being there how are you
4: we are wonderful this is a very exciting time Uh, we have been voting now for a week today and it's been a very challenging time but we are very excited about what we are seeing in the people who are Coming and going from the voting
1: booth. June, I saw a poll that tells us that we should not trust our lying eyes because the polls (laughs) are telling us that President Trump is actually uh, a point or two behind Joe Biden in the state of Florida. How trustworthy is that to your eyes when you're seeing it there on the ground in places like Port St. Lucie?
4: Well, it's quite interesting because um, we know that there are a certain amount of Democrats who have voted, who uh, went in early, voted by mail. Uh, that would be the Democrats. They're not voting in person as much. So they got a leg up on us to begin with. However now the republicans who are not voting by mail don't trust the voting by mail are showing up in droves at the poll so they may be a tiny bit ahead of us right now but uh we are catching up daily and what we are doing is we are finding that we are getting a lot of anecdotal information uh, we actually run a, a tent in one of the five early voting locations, and uh, we have 30 volunteers who report back to us, and we are really excited uh, to hear a lot of Democrats coming up to the booth saying, I voted straight vote, or I voted for Trump. So when we look at the figures, if you're only looking at figures, they lie. Um, because just because you're a Republican doesn't mean you're going to vote Republican or uh, Republican we actually have 10 percent here in our area of our Republicans who have chosen not to vote for Trump. Uh, but by the same token, 30 percent of the people who call themselves Democrats are voting for Trump.
1: I am so happy to hear that in the campaign, that voter that you described, June Lampson is my special guest here at the top of the hour, uh, is describing that stealth Voter, And I do believe that there are Democrat stealth voters out there that are indeed going to uh, be voting and have voted for the president. When we talk about the vote that is uh, the mature vote, I saw the president at the the villages just the other week. How is it possible that we're hearing reports that the president is behind with seniors? Is, is that even fathomable uh, to think that, June Lambson?
4: No, not at all. I don't think it's fathomable because we know too many people who are seniors, like us, who are uh, in the challenge, they're in the fray, they're working hard. And I I don't know. I, I know we are friends with many, many people who vote Democratic and Republican. And there are so many more people who don't care along party lines, what they are are, uh you know that they're democrat and republican they are voting values and we are working very hard to help people to understand that they need to be voting values that is going across a lot better down here than we could possibly imagine what i love about our voters here is that they see the big picture and like you said the mature voters thank you (laughs) <laughs> um, we we understand so much more of what's going on because we've educated ourselves so um you may have and we're finding this around here some people are doing the polls but they, the polls are are not true polls they are skewered they're skewed to the Democrats they're asking more Democrats than Republicans and naturally you're going to have a um, a poll that is to me, it is my way of thinking, inaccurate.
1: And that's true. And you know what, June? When we talk about uh, the grassroots efforts that you and Lee Lamps and your husband have um, been involved in there in Port St. Lucie with the Tea Party and, of course, state politics, let me ask you, is that movement, a lot of people would like to believe or say that it's going away so that your lying ears uh, will hear that that as well. But I have attended uh, uh, some of your rallies. I've been to a couple of them. And I'm telling you, you have a great turnout there. Is the grassroots movement alive and well in, uh, let's just talk about your area. Let's, uh, what, what, what would you say?
4: Mm-hmm. It is alive and well. And I'll tell you, when you have people who come to meetings an hour early because they're so fired up and they're so excited uh, about the way things are going in our nation and in our area, they are motivated. They're motivated to vote. They're motivated to help in the voting uh, in whatever. I mean, we've had people calling and offering to help people we don't know, volunteering. It's just amazing at what is going on. The Tea Party is alive and well. And after COVID, of course, with COVID, we couldn't meet for a, a two or three months. Um, we weren't sure when we had that first meeting back together if it would be a slow go, but right out of the chute. We had people there another, another hour early to get a good seat and to talk with each other and encourage one another. Awesome. It has been fantastic to see the results of of people being in COVID, paying attention to what's going on with politics, and being determined to get
1: out and vote. You know, folks, that is good news because that's where America lives. America lives in places like Port St. Lucie, Fort, Port Fort Pierce, around the country, and Tucson, Arizona. As we were talking to Laurie earlier, I'm going to bring on Lorraine Spratt here soon in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's where America lives, in places like those places. And it's good to hear folks like June Lampson and Lee Lampson who are out there. This week, though, we are dedicating this show to helping the president shore up that woman's vote in America. And before you go, June, talk to us about that. Uh, Why is it that it is perceived, or do they want us to have the perception that the president does not attract women? Talk to us.
4: I have to tell you, Ever since he became president, when he even began to run, that has been something that I have asked the same question. Who puts all this out? I know so many women who are on fire for uh, uh, the, the nation's, uh, and, and i really caring about what the nation is, is going through right now. Uh, we're mothers. We're grandmothers. We care about our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. We care about the legacy that we leave. And I want to tell you... It is a, our legacy is alive and well in the Republican Party, in the, the thought process that wants success in our nation, that wants us to uh, have good families who aren't struggling, who uh, actually can worship the way they want to, who aren't told to toe the party line. There is so much that is underneath all of this, CL, because we are passionate. Moms are passionate. Grandmothers are passionate. Women are passionate about our nation and about we about how things shake out. We want to be uh, successful as moms, as as grandmothers in teaching our children values. We are talking constantly about voting their values so that the next generation that comes out is able to teach their children the same thing. And it also requires us to be involved.
1: You know, June, you may have actually answered the last question that I am going to ask every woman. I've asked everyone from Sean, Hannity, Glenn Beck to uh, you name them uh, Judge Pirro, this question. and I want to ask you because it's important for me and I, I like uh, this to be on record uh, when I uh, do interviews with uh, people, especially uh, first-timers. Um, I know that you uh, have been involved in in this effort to uh, save our republic for a long time, you and your husband, Lee. But legacy, when we talk about legacy, when it's all said and done, you and Lee are sitting there on the porch rocking and uh, looking off in, uh, into the sunset and looking over back over your lives. Talk to us about what is it that you want us to have said about you. June. I want
4: my children and my grandchildren to know that I'm, first of all, that I love the Lord, that God is first in my life above politics, above anything else, that God is the one, that, that it is prime, this, this really the, the biggest thing, that I was able to, we were able to impart to them the values which make our country great, but also make our churches awesome. And, and that they know that we lived what we, what we said, that what we talked about is how we actually lived. Um, that's my heart. That's my heart for them, that that's what they know. Uh, first, that they're loved, that they know that we are able to uh, impart to them uh, the goodness of the Lord, but at the same time, awesome values, which will help them in their lives to make their decisions.
1: You know, what's so awesome about hearing your witness and your testimony and uh, what you would want is that it is such a core statement of what Americans want and what our Constitution Mm -hmm. actually tells us we need to do, and that is to secure this thing for us and our posterity, our children. Thank you so much for coming on with me. God bless you and keep you Continue to fight the good fight, June Lampson. And I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. And uh, I'll talk to you down the road again. Thank you so much for being on with me.
4: Thank you, CL. Have an awesome
1: day. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us. As we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. That was June Lamson. And hey, folks, um, she is a shaker and mover there in her area. And I got to tell you something. um, Those people are on fire down there. And the thing that you'll see, and you see this all around the country. You don't see Joe Biden's signs. Do you? I, I don't I don't I don't see him. I don't see Joe Biden signs. Do you? I don't see him. I don't see him anywhere. But uh for some reason um I, you know, you tell me. But are these our lying eyes? You tell me because I don't know what's going on here. I don't know who is and who isn't telling us the truth, because you, you, you see one thing, but then you, you hear, you go home and you hear another on television, even, even Fox News, even Fox News. You hear the, the repetition, the regurgitation of the polls say, the polls say, but your eyes see.
3: <laughs> I mean, so
1: one of them is lying. One of them, one of them is lying. Okay? your eyes that you're seeing filled up with people wanting to have four more years of this president or the polls saying he's an idiot <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and uh, Joe Biden of all people 1% Joe that's it. 1% Joe. And 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 nobody's ever wanted Joe to be president. No, the Democrats have never wanted Joe Biden to be president of the United States. Never. And you Christian folks out there, you better hear me. Lorreen Spratt is coming up uh, here in just a few moments, uh, in about um, ten minutes. She'll be coming up. But you Christian folks out there, you you had better understand something here. And that this is this is more than just a bake sale, okay? Whether you show up or not. No, 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 no. This determines whether or not you continue to even have those. Although, keep in mind, my pastor was talking about this yesterday. I I wasn't there, but I was able to catch it on um, the satellite. You know, Satan doesn't care if, uh, you know, uh, you get one. Okay, so you got him. Cool. Cool as long as I can keep the territory. as long as I can keep this, this region here. Y'all, Yo, You may get one or two out of the region. In fact, you guys go have your church over there in that corner, right over there. Go, go build the biggest, beautiful, most beautiful church you ever want in that corner, right over there. And y'all can go there anytime you want to go there and you can praise the Lord. All you want, as long as you keep it inside that church, Eh, Satan doesn't care the, the evil doesn't care if you do good as long as it doesn't spread huh as long as it doesn't spread that's why uh, you, you have to be you have to start being a witness in your home as June Lamson was talking about and and then you, you have to tell uh, your kids to spread it around with their friends and let them be little lights and that kind of thing you know that's the way it should, should work ideally yeah that's the way it should work And then it goes into the utmost parts of the world because uh, friends go everywhere, right? That's the way it should work. But but as long as that's not happening, as long as nobody's telling the good news about uh, Judeo-Christian ethics or America, as long as everybody is saying that this is making young people believe that the nation that they live in, their nation, is an evil place. Long as you don't spread the good news about it abroad, I I don't care. Y'all can gather anywhere you want. I'm CL Lorene Spratt. Be up with me. back with you on this great day in the USA. Coming up uh, at the very bottom of the hour uh, here, helping to close out today will be Lorene Spratt, Christian conservative, mother of three, who happens to be a black conservative like me. That's full disclosure. Uh, executive assistance to a very large church in uh, Louisiana. And, of course, she serves on the Louisiana Republican Parish Executive Committee. And uh, I I want to um, uh, talk to her about uh, something that may be invading the church, and that's secularism. Huh? Yeah, there might be some outside. And and, and what I want to talk to Lorena about is the why is it invading. I want to talk about why, and from her perspective, what she's saying. Um, and so that's going to be very—don't you go anywhere, because— All of you must understand that if they do this to the Jews or the Catholics, if they do this to the Baptist or the Methodist, if they do it to the Muslim, then even if you're not a believer, a person of faith, you have faith in something even if it's your unbelief. Are you hearing me? You have faith in even your unbelief. And if you start letting people describe to you. What you believe. Are you hearing me? It doesn't matter what you believe. If you don't believe what they say you should then you let this happen to the Christian. You let it happen to the Jew. You let it happen to the Catholic. You let it happen to the Mormons. Then it happens to the Muslims. Then somebody then must be in charge of why all this is happening to everybody and, and and I just got to tell you something. Uh, um, I just got to tell you something. And I know that I, I get a lot of flack for this. Uh, I used to do uh, a bunch of revivals every year. A bunch of them. And slowed down real good. I uh, came back to uh, Louisiana. But I used to do a bunch of revivals. Louisiana preacher living in... Uh, California, Louisiana preacher living in Florida, uh, you know, they want you to come and preach. I used to a bunch of revivals. But something changed. I'm not really sure what has happened in the last 20 years. We we've done it. But something has changed. And we're gonna to talk to um Lorene Spratt, a Christian conservative mother of three and uh executive assistant to the pastor Large Church and um Republican parish uh executive committee member and uh currently running for Republican State Central Committee. So she is involved. And one of the things I want you all to understand is that you have to be just as involved as my next guest. I want you to help me welcome to the show. Uh, she hasn't been on for a while, but I'm really glad to have her back with me. My good friend, Lorreen Spratt, Christian conservative mother of three, who happens to be like me, black uh, and conservative. And also she is the executive assistant to um, a large church pastor. And of course, she serves on the executive committee and currently Uh, is running for Republican State Central Committee. Help me welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, over Red State. Lorene Spratt, how are you?
5: I am great, sir. How
1: are you? I'm doing fantastically well, Lorene. And one of the concerns that uh, we have right now is the um i would say secularism that might be um encroaching upon the church is that something real or imagined
5: it is real it is very real we're seeing it um in our southern baptist convention it is creeping in there uh, at first it was creeping kind of subtly but now i think it's it's out there everybody knows well- and so we are working to to thwart that, if at all possible.
1: What does uh, what door, Lorene Spratt is my special guest uh, now on this segment. What door opened that allowed that to come in? There, there always has to be some passageway. What would you say that is?
5: Well. I- I guess I can only speak for um, how I think it it is. And initially, I think it started with the racism deal when they uh, made this big deal about um, what happened in slavery and how we've never gotten over it. And we need to... Um, pay reparations and and all of this stuff and so that is what sparked my attention because as the church there should not be all of these schisms and divisions uh, because Jesus Christ clearly speaks about unity so that's what got my attention about it it was uh, the racism issue and now it's gone from racism to um, patriotism to uh, critical race theory and intersectionality—it is—it has just morphed into this big mess. That's, it, that, that are
1: my thoughts. Is this then political correctness? Then is the church, our pastors, uh, b- b- wanting to go along to get along because of the climate of political correctness in our country? And do you think that the president has been a champion? Of Judeo-Christian values and ethics, Lorreen Spratt.
5: Oh, absolutely! Our president has been a champion. As a matter of fact, just just a few weeks ago, he uh, sent out a memo that they were not going to allow critical race theory and intersectionality to be taught in the federal at the federal uh, level. I thought that was just wonderful. And to answer your first question. Or uh, some of the pastors, you know, doing it to go along? Yes, some of them are, but thankfully, mine is not. Pastor Brad Jerkovich is a staunch believer in the word of God, and he has been preaching against the political correctness because he wants to be biblically correct more than he's concerned about being politically correct
1: absolutely right. And uh, tell Pastor Brad uh, that uh, we got to have him back on real soon. He is an incredible voice for the Lord advancing the kingdom and uh, certainly do appreciate all of the work that uh, you guys do at the First Church. And listen, Lorene, when we look into our future and this week, I want to dedicate this entire week to hearing the voice of uh, those who rock the cradle. I do believe. The hand that rocks the cradle does indeed rule the world. And I believe that we are beginning to hear more and more from women who are being allowed to speak because they should from women like you, you are actually kicking that door open so that women who have been wanting to speak can. How important is it that we hear the voice of Christian women who think conservatively and vote that way? talk to us.
5: I think it's very important uh, that we speak. I I think it's also very important that we uh, make sure how we speak, you know, that we're speaking biblically, because uh, here's my thinking on that. Um, I don't need to give you or anyone else my opinion on what God has said. When God says it, that settles it. Um, So when we speak, when we women speak, we need to speak the word of God and speak from the word of God, speak obeying the word of God. So women who are um, entrenched in the word of God and are led by the spirit of God, by all means, we need to hear them speak. We need we actually we need them mentoring other young women, because there's a generation coming behind us that know nothing about what we've gone through, that know nothing about the word of God, that know nothing about the principles and the foundations of America. Right now, women are needed to mentor young women. And if you have a platform to do that, by all means, I
1: think you should. Wow. Well, You know, Lorraine, when you were saying that uh, a, a verse of scripture from Genesis uh, um, s- s- struck me, it was a generation that came that did not know Joseph. And That's right. They, they didn't remember what happened before to, to, to cause them to escape famine and, 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 and starvation. They didn't know Joseph. And, and that's exactly what you're saying is we have to teach them to remember who brought them the, what type principles have brought exactly. them here. I would never have thought that we'd be having this conversation, um, oh, 20 years ago, uh, you know, 25 years ago. It, where did the, the fork in the road come? Where did the stream uh, change? How? Did, when did we start sailing or, or drifting down this particular current in the church? That's a tough question.
5: Um, I... And I don't know that I could put a time uh, span on it, but we do know from the word of God that, you know, the enemy has, I mean, his whole MO is to kill, steal and destroy. And so one of the major, major entities that he, well, it's not really an entity, it's an organism that um, Satan hates is the church. So I think we've been in a battle with the enemy from day one. Um, I think it's just become more prevalent um, in the past, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years. And I'm like you. I never thought we would be having these conversations. I know as far as the Bible is concerned, it is predicted that these things would happen. But I thought they would happen in my grandkids' day. I never thought it would happen in my day. So I want to be sure that I'm a champion for the word of God so that I can pass on a godly legacy to my grandkids and great grandkids.
1: You know, I, um, I, I like so much uh, people who know themselves and know what they, they, they want to pass on, and you know, you began answering uh, the last question that I that I have for you, but I'm going to give you, uh, some time to 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 add to answer even further this question because Lorene, it has been refreshing to hear this from from all the women who have been on with me today, and you'll be hearing from more women, great American women like Lorene Spratt uh, and uh, June Lamson. And Laurie Klein was on with me earlier today. You'll be hearing from American women this week on the C.L. Bryant show. We at the campaign are doing everything we possibly can do to shore up that woman's vote. Laureen, let me ask you this question before I ask you the final one uh, today. Uh, What makes uh, is it is it true that there's something about the president's personality that that rubs uh, uh, the Christian woman the wrong way? I I know that he can be brusque. I know that Uh, he knows that. But but talk to us about that. I want to hear that from you.
5: Well, I've heard that as well. I've heard that it. You know, his personality, his abruptness, his uh, abrasiveness. um, You know people don't like that but i have to say that within the climate that the that the president is working in within that climate and and i don't excuse it you know it's it's not you know wrong is wrong and right is right but within that climate we're dealing with a businessman We're not dealing with a pastor. He's not a pastor. This is a businessman. Within that climate that he's uh, conducting business, you have to be a firm person. You can't be someone that everyone can just run over. Uh, But I have learned as well that he will listen. And when he listens to you, he pays attention to you. That's what people have told me. Uh, So I appreciate that. But, yeah, we are around people that are abrasive and and this way. We're around those type of people every day. (laughs) And we deal with them, you know. That is so true. That is so true.
1: Lorene, let me ask you this, then. I I want you to take about a minute, minute and a half to, to, to answer um, legacy, when we talk about that, when you, know, you hang up your spurs and decide to uh, watch the sunset uh, and rock on the porch uh, for a while and, and uh, enjoy um, the, the golden years, as they call them. I don't know if I'll ever uh, enjoy those. I'll always be busy doing something, at least until 120. But even then, um, what would you want us to say about your work, and how would you want us to remember Lorene Spratt?
5: I think there's one word that I want to pass on to especially my kids, and that is engaged. And when I say engaged, I mean not sitting on the, guy, on the sidelines. I want them to be engaged in what God is doing. I want them to be engaged in what God is doing in the church, engaged in what God is doing in the community, engaged in what God is doing in our country. This is no time at all right now for anyone to sit on the sidelines. I would encourage everyone to be engaged.
1: Wow. Uh, Folks, it's just phenomenal to uh, hear these American women share their idea of what they want to leave behind. Isn't it amazing how each and every one of them speak of their posterity, their children? That's why we do this. That's what the Constitution calls for, is that we create and build this more perfect union, not only for ourselves, but for our posterity. Lorreen Spratt, thank you so much for coming on with me. God bless and keep you. Continue fighting the good fight. I know that you will because you are. And again, thank you so much, friend, for being on with me. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That was Lorene Spratt. And, uh, hey, I've had June Lampson on with me. I've had Lori Klein on with me. And uh, from the great state of Arizona, June Lampson from the great state of Florida, and uh, Lorene Spratt from right here in Louisiana. And uh, i got to tell you something, folks. Uh, all this week, uh, Michelle and I will be bring- bringing to you women, 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 of the fight women who have engaged. And uh, that is what Lorene left us with. Lorene left us with, uh, and the the rallying cry that she not only sent out to her children, I believe every one of us felt it engage. That's the rallying cry. June Lamson uh, leaves behind a legacy of loving and caring and a Republic for her children. Do you, you hear this? You hear this? When I ask American women, June Lampson, when I ask uh, Lorene Spratt, mothers, both of them, when I ask Lori Klein, uh, um, Corbin actually is her name, uh, out there in Arizona about um, this, this legacy, Lori, wants to leave behind, a legacy to her children. I'll be right back.
0: So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth even. So you cleaned me up inside
1: Stand up for America, then Americans stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can, always lend the helping hand,
0: and for the flag I stand.
1: CL back with you on this great... Day in the USA, thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I have been blessed this day uh, to have been joined by three fantastic quintessential American women, and um, it uh, is always my pleasure to present that side of who we are And we should see it more often. It should be very apparent to us. uh, The influence, the presence, and the power that is placed among us through the character and uh, traits that women bring to the game and to the table. I, for one, I've always been this kind of man. I, for one have always appreciated the woman's point of view. Always have. And uh I just I just always have. I wanted to know what my girl cousins thought. I definitely always knew and wanted to know what my mama thought. Yeah, I always did. Grandma was very important her opinion was, oh my goodness. Uh yeah Daddy and grandpa, uh yeah, they could give me advice on on certain stuff. But when I really wanted to know the lowdown, the skinny, the deal on, on really the way it should be, unvarnished and not coming from the uh, challenge of hearing it from another man, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because if you understand human dynamics, uh, the father and son dynamic is, is sometimes one that uh, is, is given and accepted. Uh, from a challenging uh, standpoint, it, it at, at, at some point. Even you know, young boys growing up, uh, the reason young boys are so attached to their mother is because they uh, the Oedipus thing, I guess you'd say. I mean, you know, not 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 in that way, but they're your mother, and you have this attachment, of course, being her son. But you see him, this other man who does, in fact, capture her attentions, too. So when you hear advice coming from that guy uh, as as a young man, if the relationship is healthy, then you always looking at him as that guy who is the other guy in your mom's life. He's your dad. You love him. You understand that. You know, you're not twisted or anything. You understand that. But you, the, the advice that you get from him is always tempered and tapered, tempered with um, the idea that he's the other guy and the woman that you love more at that point in time is your mother. And so when she speaks, just giving you a male perspective, when she speaks, or when grandma speaks, or whenever, uh, when they speak, when she speaks, then she, if, 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 and, and if you were like, were like me. My mother had my undivided attention. Dad had my undivided attention, but in a different way. My mother had my undivided attention, and I'm really glad if, if there's one thing that I'm glad I paid attention to was my, it was only the things that I remember her telling me that helped me through the roughest parts of my life. Dad, yeah, he was a rock. with his dad. My father passed away when I was 21 years of age. And mom just left me um, 14 years ago, 15 years ago, I think it was now. Yeah. We need to hear their voices. We need to hear their voices more. And this week in particular, and as you've, if you've been listening to the C.L. Bryan show, you know that I have always, always, always championed uh, having women, m- women's voices on. I love their perspective. And as we head into our modern American future... And it, it has always been this way. We just didn't acknowledge it. There's always been the Dolly Madisons, okay. There's always been that. There has always been the Molly, Wa- the Martha Washingtons. Always have been. Susan B. Anthony's have always been around. Harriet Tubman's. Yeah. Yeah. They've always been around. The Bethunes have always been around. They always have been. The spirit of Rosa Parks has always lived. You go back to Rahab, who is in the lineage of Christ. They have always been there. And America, if there is one thing that is missing, is the common sense that God has given to women. The degradation of them must stop. And if I have my way and working on it right now. We're going to work with some some people. Who are in that industry. That rap and hip hop industry. To try to crank out some different stuff here. It has begun it has begun already. So we are going during this, these five is countdown to this presidential election, which will determine. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me at Rev R E V at Rev C L Bryant. I tweeted out a couple of days ago and uh, Facebooked and Instagrammed out a couple of days ago, two images of 50 cent and, and um, Ice Cube, the Cube himself. I admire both these men. I admire them. I admire them. I admire them. Not, you know, uh, they made money the way they knew how. Okay. I'm not saying it was good or anything, but they worked for a living. There was something that Ice Cube said the other night that I was just absolutely enamored with. It's something that his father had said. His father had told him, and uh, you, know, you had people like D.L. Hughley just trying to lambast uh, Ice Cube for coming out and, you know, actually indicating he would uh, vote for Donald John Trump. Uh, I mean, the, the industry, he better be very happy that he is a multi-multi-millionaire uh, and that he has his assets protected because they would sure come after him if he didn't. But his father said to him, and he uh, shared it with everybody else. His father said these words, and hey, folks, this was profound. No matter who's president, you still have to get up and go to work in the morning. Hey. <laughs> oh, true or worse. Now, I haven't worked for anybody else for twenty 25, maybe 25 years. I haven't worked for any one other than me uh, for at least 20 years, at least 20 years, maybe longer. I need to put a pencil to it. I've been free that long. Yeah. My mid, yeah, at least 20, at least 20 years. I may have been in my, I may have been in my late thirties, you know, uh, when I just decided, you know, this nine to five stuff was for, for the birds. And I had to be me. So if we can change the thinking for other people to feel that they have the green light to go ahead and be themselves, I think you'd have more people uh, saying, you doggone right, I'm going to vote for Donald John Trump. And this week, we're going to have women all over the country standing up, speaking up. About how they, too, are voting yes for Donald John Trump. They're voting for DJT. Women, regardless of what the narrative may be, look at those crowds in Pennsylvania. Regardless of what the polls may be, Everywhere I go, everywhere I have been in this last year of just constant travel. And I thank God there's beginning to wind down. It's winding down on a positive note. And I thank God for social media and Zoom and all of that type of thing because we're finding that we're being very effective in those, on those platforms, very effective. And Michigan, I hear you up there. I hear you, uh, you know, and uh, hey, I may not may not make it up there and may not need to. May not need to make it up there is the words I'm getting. Okay. Go ahead and rally, though. I'll be with you on the Zooms and so forth. If you guys can gather together, uh, that's great. But I'll be very happy to, to join you as I have promised I would on any type of zooms or what have you, or what's the other platform there uh, that we have. Um, Yeah. We'll do that. We'll get that done. The president is looking good. Don't you become complacent? None of you, none of you. We're about to enter into that seven day window. No, don't let up off the gas don't be don't don't be afraid now. Hey we have been in this fight we have been punched in the nose and 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 anyone who knew me way back when nobody know me now and people who know me now people who knew me when I was a kid my nose was not this large <laughs> It's from being punched in it. You know, I was learning to box and when I was doing a little boxing, Uh, And, and, and so, uh, you know, you've got to. if if you want to, if you want to win a fight, you got to risk being punched in the face. And that's what we, we can't get scared now just because the the chances are you get punched around a little bit. It's coming it's coming. Oh, it's coming. We're going to win this thing. We're going to win this thing. Don't let their lying lips tell you your lying eyes are lying. We're going to have women on all this week. Women on all this week, Michelle. Women on all this week. We're going to tell you that what they're telling you, what the polls are telling you, are nothing more than lies. You've heard it from three different women today. We're going to hear it from two or three every day until next Monday. I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to speak to you again, I'm CL. And may God bless and keep you all.
0: Room, I'm just a few on